0: The V.O. Life is proud to present another episode featuring the musings of that awful hillbilly who rambles on and on. Oh, for Pete's sake, man, get to the point. Hey, 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 and welcome back to The V.O. Life, Troy Holden, your blue-collar voice of choice. That hasn't changed and probably won't. (laughs) Um, I'm starting a series on the podcast and we're going to run this for a while and they're going to be shorter, uh, 10 minutes or less, and it's going to just hit a certain subject every now and then. And these may be a little more consistent getting out because what I'm finding is after, you know, 30 some odd episodes, uh, actually 50 um, some odd, I'm miscounting. Um, after that many episodes, I run into the fact of where you're going to be repeating some things because there are only so many subjects that you can talk about related to voiceover. Now, you can get into current issues that are going on in voiceover, et cetera, et cetera. You can do the interviews. But I want to keep this podcast relevant for those of you that are new. You're in your first six months or earlier, maybe not even started yet or maybe in your first year, once you've passed all of that, a lot of this may not be as relevant to you. And that's understandable because this is geared towards the rookie year. It just is. What I want to talk about a little today is when you're not getting work, is it you? Is it the client? What's wrong? Keep in mind that a client already has a voice in mind when they put that job out there. They've got a pretty good idea of what they want and what they want it to sound like. It's in their head. We do the same things. You know, when we uh, have expectations for things, we have already predetermined what we think we want or what we want to get. And a lot of times we don't know what that is. We read what they say they want or, gosh, especially when you're talking about your Upworks where you're just filling out a thing and you're turning in your thing and you send in a sample and you don't know and sometimes they don't give you anything to read you just send in one of your samples you could be way off the mark and not know don't let these things drag you totally down uh, because they have chosen someone else maybe it wasn't the sound they wanted heck a lot of times they don't even clarify if they want a male or a female so don't let all of that drag you down maybe they didn't you know they weren't real clear on things but the bottom line is there's going to be a ton of rejection in this business it is what it is but what you can do to assure that you're putting your best foot forward is this a is my sound top notch am i dialed in is the noise gone My dryer is running right now, and I'm not sure that you'll even hear it, but it's less than 15 feet away, and it's running. Uh, The bell may go go off when it finishes. You might hear that, the the buzzer or whatever, but you probably can't hear it because this 416 picks up so little background noise. Uh, I believe it was still running a 54-decibel noise floor, even with that dryer running. So you probably won't notice it. And if I NS1 it, you sure won't notice it. it. But is your sound right? Is it clear? Is it unprocessed clear? Uh, Are you over-processing? Are you able to just do, you know, remove the harsh breaths, quieten some breaths maybe? But folks, don't take them all out. People breathe. It's a part of life. Um, Clicks, yeah, clicks, pops, oddball sounds. Get those out very very lightly eq it just you know just barely but don't compress and don't do all this extra and don't you know you know what i'm saying and be absolutely sure that your volume level is right you you want to fall somewhere in between minus six minus 12 that's a great place for an audition this is not a finished spot where you got to push it right up to between minus three and zero I think if you're between 6 and 12 you're you're great. I mean, you know, a little a little quieter is okay, but you don't want to be much below minus 15 because then they're having to reach for the volume button. And if they haven't had to do that on the other auditions and they're doing it for yours, it's just not good. Next is delivery. Um fast, accurate, timely, are you responsive? You know, and I say delivery not just the job, we're talking because you don't get the job if you don't get the job. But response delivery. Um uh, they reach out, ask a question, how quick are you answering? You gotta be quick these days. If you're not responding, probably within thirty minutes or less, and heck I almost respond instantly most of the time on my phone. Um even if it's uh I'll look into it and let you know. Um, you just have to do that and do what you can. You're not going to win them all, but f- at least make sure you're on your game doing that. And then look at your customer service overall. We talked about the initial response, follow up if you don't hear anything in a day or so. Follow up, hey, just checking back to see how, you know, how was my sample, blah blah blah. It's always good to follow up. Um and, and look at maybe some of your policies if you're doing those proposals in Upwork maybe you're putting too much information in there maybe you're just going overboard you maybe you're talking about your revision policy and what you will and won't do to heck with that just give them hey uh wanted to respond on your da, 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 da project mention it make it personal um I'm attaching a sample of my voice Uh, If you'd like a different type sample or a different type read, let me know. I'll get that to you. Uh, I can deliver within blank hours. That's usually all they want to know. How quick can I get it? What's it going to sound like and how quick can I get it? So give them that. Don't put all that other in there. Some people do three paragraphs. They're not reading it. They're not. They're only reading what matters to them. And A is if there's a sound clip, they're going to listen to that. And if there's an interest in reading what you sent, they'll read it. But if they listen to the clip and they don't care, they're not going to read it anyway. So give them very little to deal with. Make it easy. Everything is quick turnaround. Keep this in your mind. Um, Also, make sure you're applying to things that are in your wheelhouse. Don't be applying to things that ask for a deep movie trailer voice. If you sound like me, I can't do that. That's, That's not me. I'm not going to apply for the Midwestern neutral accent either. Not anymore. I used to, but it's a waste of my time. I'm not going to get it. And it's another rejection you don't need. Keep in mind, everybody's not going to like your voice. They're not going to like your delivery. They're not going to like your style. Focus on what you're good at and try to go after that work. That way, that rejection rate's not as bad. You don't feel as floored. You don't feel overwhelmed by negativity. Go after the stuff that fits, especially on these platforms where you can pick and choose. Even on Voices.com, don't audition for the things that aren't for you. Just because it says it's a a 100% match, it doesn't believe or don't believe that it really is. It may not be. Read everything and be sure. I have found on there if it has anything to do with software, I'm wasting my time. And it's not that I can't read it or understand it, comprehend it, and make it sound professional. It's I just don't have a voice for that. It's not my voice that they're looking for. They're going to find a neutral, you know, whatever you want to call it, Midwestern general American accent with absolutely no hint of a regional accent. And if you're able to speak that way, you should be racking up right now. I sure can't. But I wish I could at times, but you know what? I'll, I'll embrace what I have and I'll chase what I can get. And that's what I want to encourage you to do today. Don't be drawn down and pulled down because you're auditioning for this or sending off proposals for that and you're not getting anything. It's not always you. And then again, if you need to go to some workshops or go attend some things, do that. We try to have some on our page a couple times a month. Come to those. Uh, I'm sort of, I hate to say I'm disappointed, but I am disappointed we don't have more people, and it seems to be the, the, just a handful of the same people. But I'd love for some of you that are new, get on there and try read. We're not going to laugh at you, and we'd like to you know, give you the opportunity to read in front of somebody else so you can hear what they think. And don't get your feelings hurt because it'll probably be the encouragement encouragement criticism that you need. You need to learn to do this. Need to learn to do that. You know, it's not going to be you suck at this and go away. That's not how. That's not how things are done. But keep all that in mind as you go forward this week. Stay positive. Focus on what you're good at and try to go after the work you're good at. And uh, it, it'll it'll all work out. It'll all work out. All right. As I prep to head out to VO Atlanta and I'll be checking in from there later in the week. Hope everybody has a good one. See you next time, right here on The VO Life. Thus concludes another episode of The VO Life with Troy Holden. Join us again next time for more voiceover blah, blah, blah. This has been The VO Life with Troy Holden on Spotify, Apple, Google, and more.